0: This is The Ventilation Station. 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 Hey, Melissa.
1: Yes, Chleshu? Remember
0: that show called Extreme Cheapskates?
1: The one with the penny pinches. The very same. That's my favorite show. I could never forget that show. What about it?
0: Well, as we found on numerous occasions, mind you, the people in that show are very, and I mean very much real. In fact, you actually could be living next to one.
1: I can believe that. I can believe that. And I take it you think that we sh- people should be worried about this?
0: Precisely. So, people, when does frugality become a crime against humanity?
1: Okay, I see where you're going with this. A little bit extreme with the crime against humanity bit. But before we go any further, we need to discuss something very important. What is that? The difference between being cheap and being frugal. Mm,
0: Okay, okay. That's a fair point. So what do you define as a frugal person?
1: Well, I would describe myself as frugal in the sense that I don't have an issue with spending money when I need to but I am also very careful or I think very deeply about how I spend my money and I really want to make sure I'm spending it wisely
0: Okay. okay. so
1: I guess sometimes people might, I mean we've, I've been accused of being cheap sometimes but <laughs> I would like to think that it's just me being careful being prudent about how I spend my money
0: which you definitely should be anyway especially given the time that we're living in and you've actually made it very easy for me to define what someone being cheap is mm, what's that? And that is essentially someone not spending money when they have to.
1: And when they should, yeah.
0: And when they should. Because for some reason, whenever you're told you have to spend money, cheapskate, you get a fever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you start shaking, and your wallet disappears.
1: You literally become physically ill at just the thought of opening up your wallet and handing over money, even though you should be in that moment spending <laughs> that money.
0: And I've seen this. I've seen the shakes. I've seen the sweat beads from some of these people. <laughs> and it's like, come on, it's not that deep. <laughs> but, really.
1: it, but it is for these people. It, it is for cheapskates. It really is just something that just disturbs them in their, in their very soul. <laughs> I don't understand it, but maybe we should invite a cheapskate on one of our episodes to tell us a little bit more as to why that is the case.
0: Maybe we should, actually. Yeah. But I think we essentially defined the difference between those two. I think this is what you were getting at initially. To sort of illustrate that we're not trying to knock anyone here who is saving their money exactly. for good reasons or doesn't spend unnecessarily. Because, I mean, it's your life, it's your money, and you should Live it and spend it how you should or how you want to.
1: Mm, Or save it how you want to. Save it how you want to. What we're trying to get at here is there are certain types of people that Mm. take that (laughs) cheapness to the extreme. Mm. And they end up becoming, I guess, a threat, so to speak, to other people. (laughs) Precisely,
0: a threat to society. Yes. So, what we're going to do today is that we're going to rate the threat level of different kinds of cheapskates.
1: So then you know what to look out for next time. And you know how to handle <laughs> yourself around these people. So from
0: here on out, if you hear these definitions and the ratings, if you get in it with a cheapskate, that's your problem. We warned you.
1: <laughs> you have been warned. You have been warned. That being said, we're not trying to judge anybody. Like you said, you know, we're not trying to judge anybody. We're just simply saying that maybe you should read. Be things. Okay, fine, be better. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: let us begin. So the first one. Is the Krauser. Now, this is a very interesting one, very common one.
1: A Krauser? I've never heard of this word before.
0: This is someone who always asks for lifts. Oh. Asks that classic question of how are you getting there? And generally, they proposition to, say, for instance, share an Uber or a taxi. Uh. And when it comes down to paying for said ride, they magically disappear. Or the pat down, exactly. Ah, they initiate the pat down. I forgot my wallet. It's like,
1: <laughs> hmm. Okay, so this was actually, your idea. So there's actually a name for these types of people. Like, where, where on earth did you find a definition for? Like, who came up with this? The internet. Okay. The World Wide Web. Great resource. Great resource.
0: But yeah, these people are, as I said, very common. <laughs> yeah. we have experienced a few. <laughs>
1: yeah. We're gonna rate these
0: out of ten. So what, what would you give the Krauss in terms of the threat level?
1: Hmm. Well, I'd say, okay, well, I, I know a few Krausses and um, they're not, I wouldn't say that they're entirely a huge threat, but they do become a burden. But what exactly do you mean by threat level?
0: Hmm. I knew you'd ask this question. Basically, the threat level is a way to measure how detrimental that person or potentially may be to your wallet or your bank account's healthiness.
1: Hmm. Okay, fair, fair enough. enough. Fair enough. In that case, on that basis, I will give the Krauser, if I'm saying it correctly, mm. I'll give the Krauser a 6 out of 10. Because then I have to worry about them. You know?
0: No, I agree with that 100%. You made that plan with that person. There's really an understanding, so you'd expect them to honor that agreement, plain and simple. Exactly. Next one. Party crashes. Hmm. Any type of party. could be weddings, um, general parties, house parties. Goodness me bar mitzvahs, baby showers, <laughs> you know.
1: I'd give the party crasher a 5 out of 10 because I think it can go either way. Mm-hmm. Either they could come through and they could enhance the party, everyone has a great time with them, you know, I'm thinking Owen Wilson and um, Vince Vaughn in wedding crashes. Okay. Or, it could go completely left where you end up in situations where they completely derail proceedings, become a actual physical threat to people, a uh, threat to their safety. Oh.
0: The sweaty guy. What sweaty guy? The sweaty guy that party. Remember that party we went to? That guy was sweating. Oh, the
1: birthday party, and then that guy came through, and he was yo. He I was remember.
0: sweating people, and the thing is, he yo. was a threat to our safety because of the sweat. You know, he could have been carrying all kinds of diseases in that sweat.
1: Oh my god! And he
0: sweated all over the place.
1: Yeah, like literally, that was that was pretty bad. Not to shame anybody. And he was wearing a
0: sports jersey. Interesting detail.
1: Was it, was it hot that night, though? No, I was wearing a jacket. It was pretty cold, so you wondered what too.
0: was going on. But anyway, we digress.
1: Yeah, let's not get into that. So
0: five, I think that's fair, because like you say, they can enhance the party, or exactly. they can derail plans completely, because say, friends, you ordered 50 sausage rolls, and all of a sudden, there's an extra mouth.
1: And he's eating four or five. <laughs> it's funny how you said he. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really don't mean to discriminate on the basis of gender people. Mm sure but you know people that use the pronouns he sure, Mercer, and him sure. maybe at times <laughs> tend to have those in. but anyway
0: anyway re-gifters people who get gifts and basically wrap them up again and give them to another person
1: people actually do that stuff huh? people do do that interesting I don't know any re-gifters actually. maybe you are the re-gifter no I'm not I'm pretty sure I would know if I was the re-gifter <laughs> that's just that's really messed up though who does that people goodness people. me uh regifters threat level okay threat level and, and i don't know how to okay i'm gonna leave this one to you because i don't really know what what uh, what to say here i think
0: we can just give them a good one because they don't really pose any threat as such to you it's their choice
1: yeah i suppose so i mean, it's sentimentality. Is also, yeah. is also a good thing. I mean, yeah. the fact that they didn't even really think about what you... Maybe oh. they did think about it.
0: In terms of sentimentality, actually, they could potentially start a fight at the next party because they'll be like... oh, well, the person might be like, where's my gift? And then they're like, uh... <laughs> you know, and then next thing, the tables are flipping.
1: I suppose. Maybe. I'll give you this one. I've got no personal experience. I've got nothing to say on the matter. I'm very neutral about the re I'll give situation. them a
0: two because of the the whole... I imagine a Christmas party. I always imagine a Christmas party scenario with three gifters.
1: Fair enough. Okay, what's next?
0: Bring and share bandits.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? You have to tell people what you mean by
0: this. Basically, people, when there is a gathering and there is a mutual agreement amongst all the attendees to either bring their own booze, BYOB, and or bring food that we will all partake in, Or food that meets your dietary requirements.
1: In other words, we're not catering for you.
0: Precisely. It's not a
1: catered event. 100%.
0: Yeah. Now, the bring and share bandit is an individual who happens to leave said gathering with more than they came with, or more than they brought with them. How odd. How odd indeed. Hmm. Threat level, Melissa.
1: Threat level is high with this one.
0: Very high. I have to agree.
1: Because they're literally just coming through. We all understood that we were all going to come and share with each other. That's the whole point of the gathering. Agreement. But this person decided that they were going to deviate from the norm and just help themselves whatever's there. And the
0: thing about that is that, you know, especially when it's food involved, and alcohol as well, of course. That this, you can't like x-ray them and like see <laughs> what they ate and whatnot and be like, ah, where you going? And it's not like you got to get it back either way. You know, it's done.
1: That's the thing. At that point in time, it's just done. So I would <sighs> say that the threat level for these people is, is, I'd give it an 8 out of 10. It's 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 quite high. I'm going to give them a 9.
0: the thing is, there are those people as well who are like, no, I'm not drinking. I'm on a diet. It's like, listen, yes, yes. listen it, we know that maybe times might be tough.
1: That's you, fine ask
0: and you shall receive
1: that's all it takes
0: that's all it takes but no (laughs) anyway moving on moving on minesweepers (laughs) tell us what minesweepers (laughs) are i think you know a few minesweepers don't you (laughs) one or two minesweepers i think we
1: all know a few minesweepers so do we okay i don't i'm sure you know some i don't know any minesweepers Okay, fair enough. I'll let you pretend like you don't know anybody personally. I know you want to protect people's identity. It's very noble of you. But <laughs> minesweepers are essentially people who, after I know, a party or maybe a gathering at a club or wherever it is, take it upon themselves to help clean themselves, to, to clean up, basically. For lack of a term. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they decide that they're going to help the cleaning staff by making their jobs a little bit easier by. Just essentially emptying the drinks for them. They see alcohol.
0: The remnants of alcohol. (laughs) The
1: remnants of alcohol. You know, backwash, never mind. I mean, let's not even think about the backwash. Let's not even think about the
0: details, because it's disgusting.
1: (laughs) But yeah. um,
0: (laughs) Some of them even combine the drinks together and then drink that.
1: (laughs) It's actually quite fascinating to watch, actually. Especially
0: if you are doing this during COVID times, you are sick. You are a very sick individual. And
1: that is very disturbing. I, don't even think, I think you're beyond
0: help, actually. <laughs> I think they should just lock you up. It's a crime. It should be a crime.
1: That is really, really disturbing if you're doing it during these times especially. So you're a minesweeper. I guess they're more of a danger to themselves than other people?
0: That's the thing, though, yeah.
1: So maybe... Unless you have a
0: minesweeper in your crew, you your social circle, <laughs> yeah. then you could be like, whoa, Dave, don't drink that drink because it could be spiked, you know. And
1: Who's Dave this shit?
0: Dave's is a random name, I th- I know there is someone that we know who is called Dave, but no, it's not that Dave. <laughs> no, but yeah, you know, Dave drinks the drink. He's mind-sweeping as usual. So like, oh, there Dave goes again. Next thing, he's there riding on the floor because he's been spiked.
1: Yeah, honestly, the mind-sweeper, I think, are yeah. generally, maybe it's not so much a threat. to. I mean, maybe a threat to us in the beginning. They become a burden. Maybe. But at the same time, they're more of a threat to themselves, so... We'll just leave them to the devices. Agreed. I'll <laughs> give it a one. Just give it a one. Don't mind, sweet people. Just yeah.
0: Freegans. basically, people. freegans are people who the dive and hmm. they just collect whatever people throw out and aren't eating.
1: Well, in many regards, I think that freegans are actually doing the world quite a good service in the sense that, you know, a lot of the time, many of these items that are thrown out are actually still good to go.
0: True. True.
1: A lot, of, a lot of the time... They don't meet sp-
0: the standards of the restaurant exactly or the store, so or they or decide that we store. have to throw them out because of a number of reasons, really.
1: Yeah, so you end up getting you know entire cakes being thrown out, um, meat that probably is still a bit viable. Um, I wouldn't necessarily do it because you kind of maybe have to go into a, a, like a, a dumpster or to dumpster into dive. the trash. Or to you get can it? just
0: meet the guy at the back and be like, you know, what's on Whatever. the menu today? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So
1: yeah, freegans. I don't, I don't have anything against them. I no don't, beef there either. Yeah, no beef. No threat level. <laughs> no, think, no beef. Yeah. How ironic. Yeah, no
0: beef. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can they be threats to society in general?
1: I think in many ways they're doing a good thing for society in that they're trying to tell us that we shouldn't be wasting food.
0: True. I think again, it's another case like the mind sweepers, whereby they're more of a threat to themselves potentially because of you know something perhaps being poisoned or being past its sell by date and they're not. However, that,
1: however, if you're going to be feeding that food to somebody else, they should at least consent to you feeding them that food. Good point. Right? I think
0: we'll need the freegans be.
1: Let's see if the freegans just say what, what they have to do. Carry on.
0: Now, the last one we have on this list is the no holds barred risk taker. Now, this is someone hmm. who will risk their life. To save a buck again, you know the whole thing of <laughs> sweating whenever they have to swipe or when they have to reach for their wallet, the sweat beads, you know, and the shaking.
1: So when you say risk to their life, do you mean like Risking at the hospital, and then they don't like they wouldn't want to pay to see a doctor when they know that their leg needs to be exactly. amputated?
0: Exactly, that person is just like no, no way, nah, I'm not spending this money.
1: Oh, that's easy, ten out of ten, if not twenty out of ten, <laughs> because essentially this person would bum a ride. With people they don't even know. To a party with people they don't know. No plan
0: as to how they're getting home.
1: Re-gift the host with wine that somebody else had brought to the party.
0: Exactly. exactly. Mind sweep when everything is done.
1: And, and, then, and then at the end of the night, everyone is asking, who's that guy?
0: Um, I think his name is Dave. Uh. Uh, that's the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> no, seriously, people. If you don't have money, stay at home.
1: And if you don't know anybody who fits into these categories, then you probably are that cheapskate. You've been listening to
0: The Ventilation Station. Catch a new episode of Ventilation Station every week on your favorite streaming platforms.